welcome back to NRI Women, a show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We hope you're inspired, learn something new, or just see some part of you in these women and their amazing stories. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. We're chatting today with Aarti Chdeja, a world-renowned hypnotherapist and founder of Potential Unlimited, a company focused on helping people improve their emotional intelligence learn to manage stress, change behavior, and improve self-confidence. Arti believes that one can achieve anything when the conscious mind and the subconscious mind agree. She has many titles to her name, like NLP coach and hypnotherapist. But the one she relates to most is an emotional health coach. She chats with us about what emotional health means, how one can use tools like neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, transactional analysis, hypnotherapy, and even past life regression to change behaviors and mindsets and better manage one's emotions. Aarti always knew that she wanted a career that entailed working with people, and she found the perfect fit in HR in the corporate world. Over the years, she moved up the ladder and was at a comfortable position when she decided to take a break, or so she thought. I never knew that I'm going to shift my career at that point of time. When I quit, I thought that I'll take some break from my work sometime, let my kids grow a bit more older where they can be independent. And then I would go back to HR again. But something happened while I was, uh, I was not working is that um, it didn't go well initially with me. Um, it really challenged my self-worth, self-esteem and uh, things in that order. It made me feel very angry. Um, I was thinking that my life has just come to an end now because from a, a high challenge job to now not really doing anything, you know, that really challenged a lot. But at the same time, after a while, I kind of really settled down and started educating myself in different things. As a person, I was always interested in human behavior. Uh, I and one question that really intrigued me throughout my college days and my work at, you know, corporate 10 years long career, that why people resist, why people don't change, why the transformation is so painful and difficult and all that. So that question always, you know, um, it was not answered throughout my career in HR and the time that I spent doing nothing was the time that I kind of really uh, asked that question a lot and then I started looking into what could be the answer to this, these issues that you know we have as human beings and I landed up doing NLP. I mean it sounds very technical but it opened up an, uh, one plethora of opportunity for me and that's how I landed up doing what I'm doing now. NLP, or Neuro Linguistic Programming, is a tool to understand how the language of our mind creates and runs the pattern we have in life. Once this understanding has been established, one can apply a variety of NLP processes to enhance, change, or alter the patterns of thought, behavior, and emotion. So what happened after she completed the NLP course? It was just out of curiosity that I did NLP. I'm a very curious person, by the way. So I like to know uh, what is what. It, it changed my perspective towards uh, transformation. It gave me the answers that I was looking for. 
So and it opened up the doors for me because it was all that I was still carrying with me. I didn't have an answer. Sometimes we fe we feel and we think that we have overcome those things, but when I was going through the, those program, the the um, spontaneous words that would come out of me were all you know leading to pointing towards all those things that I was facing before. And it really opened up my eyes to the whole idea that how we even reject what we even need to change in the first place. So any transformation goes through three different, uh, three different aspects: uh, um, awareness, acceptance, and uh, action, taking action. So most of the people have issues with acceptance. They are aware that this is what they need to change, but acceptance comes very difficult. Arti had finally found the answer to the question that had bothered her for years. Why is transformation such a hard process? She found the answer through her own experience. Most people do not have the knowledge or the tools to facilitate transformation. This aha moment changed her career path. She knew she wanted to help people transform their lives, but first, Arti needed to acquire those skills herself. It was a journey of over a year. Uh, I did an LP practitioner, a master practitioner, an LP coach. Then I did some other trainings like transactional analysis. It's more like um, talking about your um, how how do you operate as an individual? Are we operating as a adult, child, or parent? Yeah. So it talks about that uh, transactional analysis. And I did emotional freedom technique. Um, I did many other courses like that in, in that order to, to equip me with so many different techniques that I can use with myself and on my client. And one of the tools Aarti added to her repertoire is hypnotherapy. Now what you see on TV or in movies and all that, they're all exaggerated ways of saying what hypnosis is all about. Now, just to give you an idea, I mean, you, I'm sure you must have seen the movie called Fast and Furious. Yes. Yeah. Now, have you seen anybody driving like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. So that's how it is, you know. It's all exaggerated in a movie. In similar way, hypnosis, hypnotherapy is exaggerated in even in the movies, you know, to make it more dramatic, to involve you all the senses. So, in in as a as a definition, you know, hypnosis is all about bypassing your resistance of the conscious mind. If I get more technical about it, you know, it's about uh, reprogramming the subconscious mind. So, as I said, reprogramming is from fear to calm, fear to confidence, lack of uh, self worth to self esteem, or lack of confidence to being confident, or from you know being a smoker to being a non-smoker, or you know from binging to eating for your health and you know nutrition you know so these are the reprogramming that we do in in, hip, in hypnosis and uh, using hypnotherapy Arti shares a recent case of a client she helped through hypnotherapy he was going through a very rough patch in life when he tried hypnotherapy to save himself so the marriage was quite abusive um, emotionally abusive, physically abusive marriage. The, it was the other way around, you know, generally we think that it's only the, the women who go through, but yes, there are men who go through that. And a very bitter divorce. 
he lost his job as well and all those things that has to go wrong it all happened within a you know year years time so he was having you know lack of purpose in his life and it generally leads to depression and that leads to if it goes on for a long time it leads to a lot of time to societal thoughts as well and um, all of that came in one person here with me a client and but within two session uh, by the first session uh, he was feeling so good that he started sleeping which he had not done it over a year uh, uh, he started eating which he has not he was not doing he 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 looked you know lanky he was almost 6 feet tall but looked very lanky no kind of energy you know no luster on the face you know and all within one session it all came back and he was so happy with that i gave him few things that he could do it at home to manage his you know um, emotions while we do the next session in two session his life was changed you know completely from that suicidal thought to his like you know what was i thinking about you know ending my life my life is a gift to me you know so that that was a i mean true transformation that you know i i saw in a person and um, it's quite satisfying hypnosis is something that one is either in awe of or afraid of because of our limited understanding of the process as we are talking about hypnosis i want to say that hypnosis is one of the most natural process that happens in us you know children till the age of 7 they are in hypnosis now when i say it's natural process we are in and out of hypnosis on a daily basis uh while we are driving we are in hypnosis we can get lost in our thoughts but we are still aware of what's happening around us you know and most importantly when we are just about to get into deep sleep you know but time before that is also a hypnotic sleep yeah so when somebody does hypnosis to you they're not doing anything which is unnatural or your mind doesn't know what to do about it only when you go in a clinical setting it's more about it's a guided method it's a guided hypnosis and also uh, you have a goal in mind whether you know you have come for fears or phobia or anxiety or stress or smoking or binging so we have a goal in our mind and then we are working on that with hypnosis so it's it's one of the most um, uh, you know natural process and no and all hypnosis are self hypnosis nobody is hypnotizing you unless you are allowing your mind to be hypnotized so all hypnosis are self hypnosis another interesting aspect of hypnosis we touched upon was past life regression can anyone do it and does it work people 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 find it more mysterious kind of a thing you know uh, or phenomena or past life you know something like that now past life regression is all about Uh, focusing on a problem and going into a life which your mind picks up spontaneously and goes to events or issues in the past life so it the past life could be any life i mean it doesn't have to go in any particular order so that's what is a past life regression is because many a times our issues that we are facing right now is we are carrying those emotions emotions are memories isn't it yeah so uh, all of that we are carrying through our you know past lives into this life and it is still affecting our life in this life so it's all about going back into a particular life clearing what's 
what's the problem there like say for example i had this one client who had issues with trust yeah and i don't really tell them that we are doing past life regression because it doesn't really happen that way the way it's again projected in the movies and all that past life happens only if it is ha has to happen with you so i did the uh, regression to her and she spontaneously went into a past life where uh, she is some princess and she has a um, she has a sister um, step sister and uh, and this uh, my client she was a younger sister and she was in love with somebody and the other sister was jealous so he, she actually killed the the guy who she was in love with and she i think also dies in that uh, in that event and she said that i will never trust you again this is the word she said it to her sister when she died and that she is still carrying on in this life and she could never trust anybody you know and how would you develop a relationship when you are not trusting anybody yeah so it all begins with yourself you, do you trust yourself do you trust the relationship you are in and it changed her life you know because she realized that what, what all that happened was from the past she doesn't need to bring those things now she doesn't need to bring those emotions in this life because it's not serving any purpose in this life one thing is clear there is no one solution that fits all while nlp works for some for others it's past life regression or hypnotherapy the common denominator for any of these techniques to work though is that one must be willing only awareness won't do there must be acceptance and willingness to act to truly make that shift in improving one's emotional health and often part of that action is seeking help oh see your emotions are your business your mind is your business yeah if you don't understand it who will yeah it's a, it's a question one must ask it's about you it's not about the next person or next person or the person you see on on facebook or on social media it's about you yeah the way you eat food to nurture your body and you know provide nutrition to your your body keep yourself healthy is the same way you need to understand what your mind needs yeah what your mind needs safety and security it wants to feel safe in any situation now all the emotional intelligence that we ever needed was given to us before the age of 7 by the time we are 7 years old we are completely kind of a program into certain ways by our parents or by the school that we go to or a society we live in neighborhood extended family and all of that they made us make us who we are now when those thing happened we were not in control of because as a child you don't control what happens to you you know you are told things you're not supposed to listen now from many things go wrong because the way things happen in the childhood now if you don't understand this yeah and whatever you are facing in this point of time in terms of emotions or habits or limiting belief that i'm not good enough or you have fear of public speaking or you are smoking or you have lack of time management all these skills will affect your life in some way or the other isn't it personally or professionally now if you don't understand if you don't work with who will do that so it's emotional intelligence is about you if you don't understand nobody is going to understand it so when you understand you take charge of your shift and transformation 
and how good is that that you are the only one who can make that change and difference and sometimes taking help is more like you know when you have to push say a chair you can easily do that yeah but when you have to shift a couch a huge couch what do you really need is that you need somebody to pull you through the other end yeah taking help is just simply as that you just are taking help to pull you through that so it's simply as that everyone's life has highs and lows and not every day is a battle yet because of the rapidly changing world around us the pressure to keep up is compounded a little every day adding to stress so what exactly is stress it is both it is physical and it's also psychological now if i have to just elaborate that a bit stress is a natural response uh, our subconscious is a reptilian mind it wants to feel safe in 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 absence of that safety when i say safety the reptilian mind if you talk about say 10000 50000 years uh, before all that safety matter was your physical safety whether the predator is running behind you or not or is another tribe is trying to kill you but our reptilian mind is still the same even though we call ourselves you know modern human being so in in all our mind wants to feel safe yeah now in the absence of that the mind will create a physiological uh, reaction it will release all the stress hormones in the body the the major one is cortisol now what does this cortisol does is that it uh, rushes adrenaline in our body uh, so our heart rate goes up our immunity shuts down uh, we feel more energetic for for that period of time uh, but if this thing remains persistent over a period of time it will have a impact on your body so this is what we call it as a stress response which is a natural stress response but even though we live in an environment where no predator is running behind us the perceived situations like say uh, there are real situation like say somebody is going through divorce or separation or has lost a job or has um, lost money in the fin- uh, you know business or has lost a loved one Uh, yeah so these are the real situation where it can cre- create some stress but it's a f- uh, it's a phase people go over with it you know but now because of the perception regarding it when you lose a job it's your social status that you know you use and we feel so insecure about it or if you lose money in the business the banks are going to be after you yeah your employees your partners are going to be after you so all the other perceived notion regarding your situation may create more um somebody has this car but i don't have this car or um you have lack of life skills you are not able to manage relationship you are not able to manage your time you're not able to prioritize you can't say no these are all the life skills also can create uh, uh, a stress within your body so anything which is prolonged stress like this will have impact on your body in in a mostly in a negative way a perception towards situation and their outcomes may lead to chronic stress which can go unnoticed and become part of one's life regardless of their current situation so what are some ways one can manage the stress better I think it's it's sometimes uh, good to just sit down and put your things in perspective. Sometimes or writing down will help. Sometimes talking to yourself will help. 
sometimes talk to on a, on a voice note and that will help you on figuring out whether are you really going through the stress or it's just the perceived stress because somebody is doing better than you yeah so these are the it, it's a very small thing you know it sounds that it's so petty but it's it can make a lot of difference when you sit down and put things in perspective and thinking about what you want in your life what you think you have it yeah in the at the other end what you think the others are going to think about it and whether it, it really matters to you or not so these are the you know the things that will really help you to put things in perspective and as i said any transformation begins with awareness when you are aware that these are your issue when you are aware that this is uh, where you are lacking you know in in terms of whether it's life skills or it's just a phase or it has to do with your self worth it in itself it will it will take you through the the phased transformation approach sometimes awareness is is almost 50% problem solved life is about choices we have three choices in any situation either we fight or flight or put up or shut up yeah so it depends on what choice you make it for yourself you know is it worth fighting it or you need to get away with it and and you know uh, go away from there it's your choice or sometimes we just put up and shut up yeah but whatever choice you make stick by stand by because it's a choice you made and one of the easiest way to release stress is tapping or eft uh it's called emotional freedom technique and the idea behind is that two one is um that uh, we are all energy being energy flows in a certain manner and whenever there is an emotion negative emotions it creates blocks in our energy system so the way it's flowing it will create certain blocks and we have some 140 different meridian points but we use well, we focus only on 14 in that one you just have to tap it yeah so when you tap on a certain meridians it will open up the emotional blocks and when you do that it the when the negative emotion is gone those emotions are gone forever emotional health is an important aspect of one's life that one must learn to manage and many schools have added mindfulness as part of their daily practice most learning though happens at home and here are some things we can do as adults to help children i think it's one of the most interesting thing um about what emotional intelligence is that what you can do for your child as an adult the more you tell them about the fears or you show fears or you exhibit fears in front of them they are going to catch it you know they are going to be more fearful in those areas where your children uh, i mean you are uh, fearful so what you can do as a parent be aware of the language you are using now children um will believe everything that you are telling them or showing them your behavior your belief and uh, your emotion they are catching all the three at the same time so be careful on what you are telling uh, for example if you say okay don't jump from that sofa and what they do next is they jump from it because their mind doesn't know uh, or the subconscious doesn't know how not to do something if i tell you okay don't think about princess diana what happens you think about her they the same way the children mind so when you talk to them tell them that stop doing so and so and you can stop doing something rather than not doing anything similar way uh, when you want to correct your child 
um, uh, tell them to separate the behavior from the child. If you say bad boy or a girl, then you are behavior and the, the, the child is the same thing. If you separate the two, then there is a possibility that child sees it from a different angle. That okay, this is my one behavior that is not accepted, but I am accepted as a as a child. Tell your child on a daily basis that you love your child, no matter what, no matter what he or she does, you love him or her, and that is a, one of the biggest thing you can do to your child. The other things uh, again are important is that when your child is crying or is upset or frustrated about something, don't divert their mind. Talk about it. Talk about the child because child is he will talk from all his emotions because he's in subconscious his conscious mind of rationality and all that he's not yet developed this is one of the biggest problem that we have of diversion most of our habits of drinking smoking um, or gambling all these excessive uh, behavior including food has to do with diversion because we don't deal with emotions and create diversion Emotional intelligence, just like becoming and staying physically fit, is an ongoing process. While we have a clear picture in our head about what it is to get physically fit, the concept of emotional intelligence is unclear. EI is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and those of people around you. People with a high degree of emotional intelligence know what they're feeling, what their emotions mean, and how these emotions can affect other people. Understanding this means one can manage stress better and improve the quality of one's life and one of those around them. And this power to change is available for everyone. I really feel that, you know, that people understand is that the power of your subconscious mind, the power of change is within you. It, it, it is with no one else. And um, stop blaming other people in your life. Because when you do that, you are giving them the power uh, or control of what you are, how you feel about yourself to others. And um, we are all precious lives, you know, we don't need that. Yeah. So the power is within you. And that's, that's one thing that changed my life completely. Uh, sometimes the journey can be a little bit painful, but I think it was worth it. Um, if that had not happened, I would have not been the person that I am today, like who is more positive, doesn't blame anybody, you know, because I'm, I'm whatever happens with me, I'm, I'm the person to be not really blamed for, but I'm responsible for. So uh, I, I would say that at, at the time you feel that why this, why that, why me, you know, the victim mentality and all that. But to that person, the one that I left behind, I would say that it was worth it. Sigmund Freud said, We are what we are because we have been what we have been. And what is needed for solving the problems of human life and motives is not moral estimates, but more knowledge. And we couldn't agree more. After all, emotional intelligence is not the triumph of heart overhead. It is the unique intersection of both. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. You can learn how to tap or the emotional freedom technique on our website, nriwoman.com. 
Thank you for joining us today and we hope you will help the voices of our guests be heard by sharing this episode with your family and friends. We can be found at wherever you listen to your podcast. Just look for NRI Women. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri underscore woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at NRI Women Podcast. Our feature telepodcaster for this week is Lady Dick's Pod. Tay, Andrea, and Nikki host the Lady Dick's Pod, a Canadian comedy trio that podcasts about true crime, dumb criminals, and paranormal mysteries. You can catch them on the Haunted True Crime Podcast, Back to the Bone, and the upcoming Haunted History Reboot. The Lady Dicks are independent comedy group, and their podcasts are independently researched, written, and produced. Are you ready? You bet I am. Someone light the candle. Turn out the lights. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. I'm just kidding. We're totally not doing this. Welcome to the Lady Dicks Podcast, Season 2. We're about to rain some seriously weird shit down on you. Pirates. Witches. And lots of bitches. More ghosts. Uh, I think they prefer to be called specters. Mummies. Lots of mummies. The wrapped in fabric kind, not the pack your lunch kind. Gangsters. Like gangs of New York. Like Al Capone. No Leo. No Leo. Ships. So many ships. Okay, so here's the deal. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasting apps, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. Seriously? Yeah, we're on Spotify. I mean, granted, I don't have Spotify, so I can't check. Well, search the Lady Dicks podcast on wherever you listen and you'll find us. Our episodes are edited by the lovely Dipti Shabish. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring, and always be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. My hands are so cold. I couldn't even uh, feel to see if she had fever. I just put her in the bathtub, you know, to get the temperature down. And then my husband picked her up and he said, okay, I think she's dead, you know. And so we just sat in silence.